Welcome into Bearcat Rewind. Thanks for joining us here today on the podcast. Well, anyone who's kept up with Northwest Missouri State Athletics knows all about Ryan Hawkins, a three-time national champion, the 2021 Elite Eight Most Outstanding Player, and he walked away as the program's leader in rebounds and second in career points, although Trevor Hudgens has bumped him to third on the scoring list since. Hawk also has the Northwest single game high with 44 points against Southern Nazarene back in 2019. After last season, Ryan made the tough decision to play his final collegiate basketball season at Division I Creighton, and he has been exactly what the team has needed. A veteran leader that knows how to win, he can score when necessary, and doesn't get rattled. The stat line's been solid too. While starting all 26 games, he leads the team with 14 points and 7.6 rebounds per game, and on Sunday, he was just one board shy of four straight double-doubles, something no other Blue Jay has accomplished since Doug McDermott back in 2011. Hawkins made big plays late in Sunday's game to help Creighton earn an 83-82 win over Marquette, boosting the Blue Jays to third in the Big East with a 10-5 conference mark. We made the trip to Omaha to catch up with Hawkins after the game and talk about this season and his jump from Northwest Missouri State to Creighton. Now at this point, he'd gone through the game, he'd spoke with the Omaha media and had family at the arena, so we didn't want to take up too much of his time as the day was winding down, but it was still fun to sit down and talk with the former Bearcat that keeps those Northwest roots nearby. So Ryan just wrapped up a win over Marquette, a one-point win, a big Big East W, heading toward the conference tournament. You're getting set for potential run into the NCAA tournament, playing Division I basketball. What's this like after five incredible years at Northwest? Now here you are wearing the blue and white and doing big things. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be able to be here without uh, the experiences and the honestly the fine-tuning and I mean, tremendous growth that I was able to make at Northwest thanks to a lot of great coaching and great teammates. Um, just making memories now, just having fun. Uh, and we got the Blue Jays in a competitive state now, and we're ready to roll down the stretch here and make a little noise come March. It really seems like it's been a seamless transition for you to go from uh, Division Two to Division One. What's been the biggest surprises that you've seen making the move to uh, Division One here? Uh, I think the biggest difference is just the speed of the game. Everyone's bigger, everyone's more athletic. Um, but the gap isn't as big as people think. Just playing in the MIAA for five years, you've been exposed to it and you've been used to some really, really good basketball that played at a high level. Uh, so the jump wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be uh, just because of that experience, but, but it's been a lot of fun. So you talk about that, that experience of going MIAA here to Division One and playing in the Big East. Uh, was there any apprehension on your part whenever you first uh, stepped foot out here and, and started to play with your own teammates in practice? Yeah, I, I was nervous. I was a new kid on the block. I mean, half of our team's new, so that was that kind of make it a little easier. But at the end of the day, it's just playing basketball. It's the same fundamentals. Uh, the game moves a little bit quicker. Everyone's more athletic. But everything that you've learned or I've learned through Northwest, I've been able to apply here, and it's made me see the game at a lot slower pace. And I feel like most kids are processing the game. I think that's been the biggest help for me is just playing at a high level for five years down there under Coach McCollum and being able to translate that to here. What's been the biggest difference between the, the coaching philosophies from uh, Coach Mack to up here? Uh, McDermott likes to get it in transition and go, whereas McCollum is you get that D board and you take eight seconds to get across half court and then you're going to run the best set that you have and it's probably going to be one of the four that he's going to run, uh, but you're just going to execute it better than anybody can guard it. Um, so that's a little bit different. Getting out in transition a lot more makes you a lot more tired, but it's part of it. Which do you prefer now? Nothing against either coach, but, you know, as Ryan Hawkins is a basketball player, what do you enjoy? Well, you know, 
Coach McCollum back in the day, he, uh, he he used to say I'd get the cart in front of the horse quite a bit in transition, and I, he's not wrong in any uh, any stretch of the imagination. But uh, it's kind of fun to get out and run a little bit when things are going well. Uh, but there's that part of me that misses that calm, the calmness to the offense, that methodical rhythm that you'd get into and that groove uh, of playing at your pace and just imposing your will. Uh, it's just two very different approaches to the game, and I've been very blessed to be able to play with both. Probably 98% of this year has been played with a freshman on the floor for Creighton. How much of this has been all about being a leader? Not necessarily points and rebounds of the stats, which are great, but kind of you trying to help these guys come along and mature. Uh, I feel like that was the biggest point of emphasis for me, um, not only from like personal pressure, but from the coaching staff too. Uh, I'm the only one essentially that's been there and done that per se, and I've been able to kind of share a little bit of knowledge and keep that calmness and the composure that uh, our young kids didn't have at the beginning of the year. But you know, tonight they're starting to show that they're coming along, and it's been really fun to see their progress. Now you've had a chance at uh, Northwest to play in front of some relatively large crowds, given the the uh, you know the the different levels here, but eighteen thousand fans here today. What's that like to play in front of a, a crowd like this? You know, eighteen thousand is a big number. It's a lot of people in here screaming and yelling. Uh, the cool thing at Northwest is you'd look around at those games where it's two thousand, twenty one hundred, whatever they have in there, and chances are you're probably going to know three fourths of the people that you look at. You're going to stick around afterwards. And you're going to talk to everybody, and that's just that cool family feel that uh, Northwest provides. And it's not like you're compromising the basketball either. It's great high-level basketball. Uh, but when you get in here with 18,000 fans and you can, you know, we had a we had a defensive stand there where we took a charge, had a layup at the other end, and 18,000 people loved it, and that kind of changed the momentum of the game. So we're sitting there, and I think it was late second half, and, and you knocked down a couple free throws. Uh, and I kind of look at John, and I'm like, man, 18,000 people here, and you're still calm, cool, Ryan. You're the exact same guy here as you were in Maryville. Is there something to that to just kind of being yourself throughout? Yeah, just don't think. The game's a lot easier when you don't think. Uh, you're not going to overthink a play. You're not going to overthink a defensive coverage. You're just going to play with your instincts. and Yeah, just don't think. That's when you get in your own head and bad things happen. Last one for you, too. If you're here playing 12 minutes a game, averaging four points per game, everybody in Maryville would be ecstatic for you. You're putting up some crazy numbers. Uh, you and Doug McDermott kind of the same level with what you're doing here. How special is it knowing that you've got 10,000 people in Maryville plus 18,000 people here that are cheering you on and kind of watching every box score, watching every game? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, President Jasinski and his wife were here. There's been a bunch of Northwest guys that I see come down during warm-ups, sit right behind the bench wearing Bearcat green, and our coaches will come over to me. Hockey got more people here. It's, it's a great feeling to know that people are driving from Maryville and surrounding areas to still support me. Uh, it means the world, especially when I didn't understand or I didn't really know how people would take the decision to leave. Uh, so to know I have a lot of support in that corner still means the world to me. We enjoyed watching Maryville. It's great scene here at Creighton. and keep doing big things. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. We appreciate Ryan taking the time to talk with us after his ball game on Sunday. And it's worth noting that Northwest Missouri State gets brought up quite often in Omaha these days as well. It's in the newspapers, brought up in media conferences with head coach Greg McDermott almost daily, and even Blue Jays fans at the game are talking about Northwest, so they are very aware of the high-caliber basketball being played by the Bearcats, and Ryan has been a great ambassador for Northwest Missouri State University. 
Thanks for tuning in to our podcast today, which is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Com. Be sure to check out some of our archived podcasts if you haven't listened to those just yet. Our most recent one was with the first Northwest Missouri State women's basketball coach ever. That was Sherry Reeves. A great conversation there with Coach Reeves about how Northwest Missouri State has changed and grown over the years since she was first head coach here with the Bearcats. Thanks to Northwest Professor Alex Kirp for producing our intro and outro music. And thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. For John Coffey, I'm Matt Tritton saying so long.